You sound fine. You sound so fine. So what, fine. What do you look like? I look like um What like are you wearing? Your right dad, now? It, um, <laughs> um a sweatshirt. <laughs> oh yeah? What kind of sweatshirt? Oh my god. Um, oh, it's got real uncomfortable. It's real one <laughs> so What you what? doing, guys? <laughs> all right uh, I... welcome back to dibs we are here we are We're here alive. we are here we are here i feel like i shouldn't have started drinking for this one for some reason i feel I'm like just... you should have yeah, no, i think you're golden <laughs> i feel I like this drink. one's gonna be the best one well so the problem with this this is the only bottle of wine that doesn't have a cap on it to, oh, for me to so like close it <gasps> do you have a balloon a balloon Oh my god. Just no. <laughs> so I saw this thing where you like cut the end of the balloon off and then you can use it as a cap. Oh. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. I don't I don't oh, happen to okay. have one on me. <laughs> I, do you have one do you have one off you? <laughs> I also don't have one maybe, off me. Maybe your roommates have one from yes. some sort of party. Maybe, maybe it's in the junk drawer. Right. Maybe I, I'm not going out there. I'm I'm staying. I'm gonna stay okay, here with my wine. To I'm gonna I'm gonna drink myself to sleep tonight. I'm just I'm just committed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. My Finish favorite part of before the podcast is listening to Bailey yell at her roommates to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's not actually yelling. It's saying it really nice, but with like force. Right. With- Please. <laughs> Please, (laughs) it's with purpose as what we call that it's so great that's when i know we're about to really start recording yeah (laughs) it gets really real um yeah (laughs) please god please please decide that right at recording time it's time for them to play and like oh Oh, they know what's up they know yeah, what's up. Like you're sitting in you're sitting in the the Zen corner. That means it's playtime. I'm like a Zen corner. You know what? I think I need one of those, but I just need like a Zen room. You know what I mean? Like I just I just need to come inside my room and just feel Zen. But no, I the first thing I do when I sit down, I'm like ah, a long day's work. I'm so tired, and then I'm like. Gotta fold laundry. Gotta do the dishes. Like everything, <laughs> and then I start thinking of like my all the mistakes I've made growing up, like in elementary school. Oh, <laughs> you know what? This is <laughs> some relatable content right here. <laughs> no, okay. So someone asked me the other day. They're like, "What? Uh, what's like your most embarrassing moment that you've had?" And I don't know. I I think I like block most things out. So and I'm like, have I even been embarrassed ever in my life? I was like, maybe, maybe I have no embarrassing stories. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I was just like at like laying in bed and I thought about that question and I thought of like five scenarios and that's that made me embarrassed while I was in my bed just thinking it made you like that sick like that sick yeah in your stomach like, like oh I can't believe I can't take like, that back cringe and I was like cringe. how did that happen to me do you guys have any stories like that where you're like oh my god so embarrassed oh god yeah but I don't know 
Okay, so the one that like, comes to mind, because when you said it, I was like from like elementary school or like when I was in school. When I was in middle school, I, um, I remember I was walking down the hallway and I had all my books in my arms, just walking, walking, and I tripped in front of my crush and all of my books scattered all the way down the freaking hallway. And oh. it was, yeah, it was so embarrassing. And then after that, did he point and laugh and go, ha ha, loser, ha ha, and then start like no. kicking you? No, <laughs> he helped me pick up my books, like a nice person. See, okay, if that was the scenario, I would have like dropped my books more often. I'd be like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, like what I did so again. It happened again. Uh oh. Conveniently. <laughs> such a clutch. I know one that really embarrassed me and knowing knowing myself now it's it's definitely not as embarrassing because I cry all the time but there was this one time when I was in the seventh grade we lived on this big hill it was it was it was a for real hill and uh my dad had bought me this kind of electric scooter where you um you like hold the button down and it it kind of goes on its own uh and it had these like power brakes that were up on the handlebars um (laughs) and me and two of my friends at the time who i really like looked up to and thought were cool we all went to the top of the hill with our scooters because they had kind of the regular razor scooters i had this cool one we went up to the top of the hill to ride it and um uh they get down to the bottom and I'm like hyping up this new scooter and uh, I go to go down the hill and um, it's getting fast. It's getting really fast. It's getting too fast for me. <laughs> so I, I put my hand on the brake up on the handlebars and I squeeze it. And what it ended up doing was it ended up stopping the front wheel entirely so the back wheel kept going and I did a full front flip roll. <laughs> and then I slid down the hill on my elbows and knees because the scooter had fallen behind me and I'm still sliding because the, the hill is so steep. And you guys, when I get to the bottom of that hill, I'm scraped up, I'm bruised up and I just start wailing, crying <laughs> in front of these two friends that I look up to one of them's a grade older than me and I'm like, oh, these people are cool. And I'm just, I'm wailing, crying. I've soiled it. And, and she ended up taking me back to my house and like putting band-aids on these open wounds. Um, and I was just still crying and I was just so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, she thinks I'm such a loser. <laughs> but Yeah. Me, me and my, uh, my cousin growing up, we had this grand idea. He had a four-wheeler, and I had a bicycle. And we had a grand idea that instead of me having to pedal, he was just going to pull me along with his four-wheeler. And so we got this, like, I don't know. We got this, like, like two rolls of this twine, and, like, we, um, like, tied it all together oh. to make it, like, stick. And anyway, it was, like, ten foot apart, right? um between the tie from the four-wheeler to the bike and I was like this is great and then he started like picking up speed and I was like okay this is like a little scary because it's like a four-wheeler versus I'm on a bike and anyway I'm like hey slow down slow down right and then he he brakes 
on the um, four wheeler. And so I brake, <gasps> and then I, and he, he goes, what? And I was like, slow, slow down. And then he realizes I'm about to hit him. Right. But I've got like my hands on the brakes, like on the, the handlebar brakes, just like clenched. And I was like, ah, you know, but then anyway, he sees I'm about to hit him. So he guns it while my hands are still on the brakes. And when I say this bike flew out from underneath me and I just get drunk <laughs> <laughs> on this gravel. <laughs> and then, oh, and then we, it's so I know, and we have to we have to go back and explain to his mom, which like at this point I I'm like the angel kid, right? And like they, anything that goes wrong, I blame him for, and they believe me. And I'm like, look what he did to me! And then it, they're like, oh my gosh, it's like I can't believe you've done this. Like, are you guys idiots? And we're like, yeah, and, yeah, we're uh, idiots. <laughs> yeah, we're idiots. Uh, so uh, we have uh, there's a similar story with my brother though. He's the idiot who. Hood of a car as the sled. Okay. Oh, okay. So like, okay, that makes sense. Okay, so the hood of the car, it's it's not attached, right? They flip it over. He's sitting on the inside of it. They hook it up to the four wheeler, and they're going out. My mom's like, "Be careful out there!" And they're like, "We're fine." And not twenty minutes later, does my brother come in with a gash, like probably like six inches wide, and mm. like, like no, not six inches, probably like a foot was gashed open and he had to go get stitches what happened was the hood of the car had like metal prongs sticking up and it, they they kicked him out of the hood of the car and it took out his arm Ooh. oh ah! it was so bad it was, yeah i was like that hurts oh, I'm me i'm so glad i didn't do all of the crazy shit that my brother like tried to do like i remember he made a zip line from the barn <laughs> to a shed that's the badass. shed that wasn't even a real shed I'm sure we got her on that. He also almost started a fire in one of the the back barns because he left a candle going. Oh, he was the he was the rebel child. Oh my gosh! I just think <laughs> of like the crazy shit. Like, he flipped us over on the four wheeler. Oh, we were driving up a hill and I was on the back of it, and I flipped over and it landed on me. But he got off fine, right? <laughs> and so it landed on my thigh. Like even though he's a dick to you all the time, but that. <laughs> dangers happening and he like rushed off the four-wheeler to get it off of me um i had a huge that or his first thought weeks. is oh god mom's I'm gonna, gonna kill trouble. me yeah mom's gonna kill me i've killed my wife right. i should probably ask i should probably ask which one that is <laughs> um but yeah i had to like act like i was like what well, didn't have a limp whenever i was in front of my mom <laughs> oh my god the... so this is this... Oh. oh i'm so i'm so sorry no it's okay no. i just thought of um uh, like the actual most probably embarrassing moment that I've ever had that really shaped me as a human being. Uh, uh, but it's, it's, oh, man, it sucks. It is the actual most embarrassing moment that I've ever had. So um, I don't know if you guys know, but like I was a dancer. I actually grew up in dance and in theater. And if you're on the stage, um, you're, you're going to have a lot of people looking at you all at one time. Um, and it was, uh, it was a big dance competition. I was on a dance team called the Jets, and it was a competitive dance team. Um, and we had a competition uh, called the, oh my gosh, I'd have to ask my mom. It was like the something barrel uh, in Omaha, Nebraska. 
and I had a group dance with them. And then I had a duet with a little girl and then I had my solo. And, uh, this solo was actually taught to me by a girl that I was obsessed with. Her name was Easton and she played Zazu when my theater company did the Lion King. And I just loved her. I was obsessed with her. Um, and the dance coach was like, Easton, if you want to teach Savannah her solo, I think she'd really like that. And she did. Well, it time it comes time for my solo and I get up on stage and I've been dancing all day and you guys, that music comes on and I forgot my entire solo. I had no clue. And instead of me improvising and like just doing something, anything, um, there was a lot going on in my life at the time. I had just found out that we were leaving the military. I had just found out that we were moving. Uh, I had some like some stuff. I just had a lot going on and I ran off the stage bawling my eyes out and I never danced again after that. And I remember, I still remember to this day looking out into the crowd at Easton who was when you're little, like your coach like stands out there to like Mm -hmm. show you what to do. And she's just, her jaw is just on the floor, like shocked that I had just completely ran off the stage. And I was nine years old. Oh no. It was so, so embarrassing. We actually moved away a month later and that was the, that was literally the last time I ever danced. Oh my gosh. I, the only thing I can kind of relate to that. I was, um, we, we had like these, this like school spelling bee. And if you made it to that, then you got to go to the County. And then if you made it to that, you got to go to the regional. Somehow I made it to the regional spelling bee and like the regionals, like you get this huge packet. And instead of it having words, it's got all these languages and like, uh, like base words and like the rules in each language. So it's like, that way you can learn. So that's why whenever you're in a spelling bee, they ask what the origin, what the origin of the is. word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that they know the rules of like the spelling. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I, I've been um, practicing this girl, this one teacher that stayed after school. She was never even my teacher. And um, she, she had just like helped out with like the school spelling bee. And I was the only kid that made it to regionals. Um, so like from my school or my, like, uh, there was a few from my pa- county, obviously, but I was the only one from my school that made it to regional. So she stayed after school with me for two hours every day, just like going over these words and like these origins and everything with me. And she had never taught me beforehand. And she just like, I don't know, she was just the best. And, um, um anyway, <laughs> um, oh, whenever it come time for the regional spelling bee, I was so nervous because I had been like studying, 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 but this was like in front of like, this was in like, it was like a two layer, um, like theater thing. Right. So like you had it upstairs mm-hmm. and stuff and I was like, Oh my gosh, like this, this room is bigger than my school. And so anyway, <laughs> we, we go in and I, I think it's like the fifth or sixth round and it's like one of those one mess up and you're out type of deal. Um, so before you you could get like two wrong, whatever. Uh, anyway, the the word was periscope, 
And I was so nervous. And the way that the lady said it, I didn't even ask the origin anything. She just said periscope. And I was like, okay. And it was, I said P-A-R-A. And then I stopped in mid-word. And I look over at my coach that had driven like two hours to this regional conference for me. And I was just like, like my eyes just like welled up with tears because right. I knew it was like it's supposed to be with an eye. Yeah. And I had already messed up and you can't like be like, oh, backspace. Like, you know, I, I had to just go with it. So I was like, P-R-A, or P- yeah, P-A-R-A. And then I just like looked at her and I was like, oh, I've let her down. And then I, I just Wait, like you can't... finished spelling the. Yep. Yeah, after, you can't. After yeah. You spelling can't, the like... word correctly. No, I finished spelling the word incorrectly, and then I walked off stage and like because they were like that's incorrect, and then I actually gave me a hug. I know it was so sad. No, I can relate to that so much with that last situation. Like it's 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 more the embarrassment of letting someone that you like look up to or that is there for you like letting them down you're like i hate myself right now yeah like we studied it's like i knew this right i just let the nerves get the best of me but what i was gonna say before that was talked about the four-wheelers and how melina didn't want to like tell anyone because she didn't want to get kicked off this was very recently this was like this past summer i had been drinking basically all day and surprise and then anyway my friend (laughs) has like a four-wheeler and a dirt bike for us to just like ride around the yard and I was like hell yeah I was like I'm gonna get on the dirt bike and so anyway I go (laughs) I go and get on the dirt bike I got the little helmet on and I'm like I don't know I'm just ready to go and so I'm trying to kick start this thing and as I go to like stand up with one foot to like kick start it I just I just fall over like while it's still stationary so then (laughs) my my friend's brother comes out and was like nope nope you're not riding riding this like you gotta get off it's like you're too drunk you've been drinking and I was like no no no, just give me another another chance you don't understand they're like nope you (laughs) don't get any more chances you cannot drive this thing and I was so pissed off they didn't let me drive it the rest of the day or like the rest of the week that we were there um so when I that's like the best time to get behind the wheel of a vehicle um so um my brother used to um like speaking of dirt bikes like he made his own ramps right and sometimes he'd make them out of dirt right he would like shovel out and make these ramps right i went and laid down underneath where he was jumping over these ramps and he jumped over us like three or four times um but like looking back at that like what is wrong with us like yeah anything my question is what is wrong with you why did you just say okay if my brother had been like do this i would have been like you've lost your fucking mind i'm sure i questioned it i'm sure i tried to chicken out i'm sure i tried to like say no but he he's really adamant when it's something that he wanted like he was pretty persistent um and I don't know about the word persuasive but I'm going to use that um I remember like he used to make me feel bad for not wanting to go out to the winter cold and get my snow pants and snow thingamabobs and and go build igloos with him or go build a tree fort with him which the only thing I did in the building the tree fort was hold up the logs 
so that he could nail them in. It was the most boring job. <laughs> and he had to like use tactics to like convince me that I wanted to do this stuff. Five <laughs> step you. God, I hate us. I love us. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh my god. So okay, were, I had so, a great childhood though. So there's something I really wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, oh yeah. Okay, so. I have been absolutely obsessed with survival skills recently. I oh, you mean the time that you wanted us to go on a five day vacation slash workaholic? I don't know survivors? if I call that a vacation. Okay, so she was presenting it as that. <laughs> she okay, was, like, hey, but, that, this, but she's very island. good at she's very good at over promoting <laughs> and under delivering. She's like, okay. yeah, guys, we get this five day vacation on this exotic island. It's gonna be great, but it's really just like a it's, food it's, it's, no food and no shelter. <laughs> okay, you so actually build it. Out. Hear me out. Hear me it's out. DIY. <laughs> so no, so it is a it. So it's actually eight days that we get to be in. <laughs> Indonesia, oh, right? Okay. It's in Indonesia, right? Cool. But they also have they also have one in Panama, which is closer to the U.S. If if you're thinking about you know like flights and stuff, but it's all all included in one price. Um, it's eight days, and five of those days they take you out to this beautiful, exotic, completely abandoned island, and they teach you survivor skills. So you learn how to. <laughs> build a fire you learn how to create like these fishing catching basket things and you learn how to build a shelter and you learn about all of the stuff around you that you can eat to survive and how to get water and how to boil water and all these things right and then on the fifth day the instructors leave you there uh stranded from the tomb no, I'm for kidding. three days, for three days, you're there entirely by yourself, and you utilize all of the skills that they just taught you to survive for three days by yourself. No food, no water, no shelter, and you get oh. all of this, all of this, for the low, low price I... of three thousand dollars a person. <laughs> oh, good! It's a DIY plus flight. Yeah, you're right. Plus flight. It's a no. DIY... The flight. The flight's included in the three thousand dollars. Oh, what a steal! <laughs> Let's go. What are we waiting for? Why are we not booked this yet? So Wait. it's a DIY shelter, DIY like food, like you know your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. DIY everything. Yeah. So just everything. everything's do it yourself. You all you bring is the clothes on your back, and they teach you how to like survive with everything else, which is right. so cool. But I've also been watching a ton of Survivor, Survivor Man, like Wait, all of these the things. Last day, you get like a spa day and like <laughs> no, you just go home. You did it. No, you it's called a mud home. bath. You go sit in the mud, <laughs> and then you're like, ah, wow. You just go with, home like, and you animals. don't die. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's so cool and it's so handy because like if everything collapses, like our government, the internet, you know, like something this vacation could teach us the skills that we need. What's the difference no. between this? Oh. Okay, well there's a it's quite a bit. Way I more like. intense and you could um, pass out and die or something. But my right, you could my, die on this. Yeah, de- <laughs> definitely. But this could but, kill you. <laughs> Hey, it's like the reason it's so expensive is because like I think a bunch of like celebrities and rich people do it or something. But 
but right they're so bored because they're so rich they're like you know what let's let's live like we don't have money like right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all of this to say if you guys were in like a survival situation and uh you could bring one item of your own with you on your survival expedition what item would you guys bring it's a hatchet i read the book <laughs> a, fire, a fire starter like a flint yeah a fire okay. starter but though you know what you're right i'm gonna let you i'm actually gonna bring the book hatchet i don't want an actual hatchet i want the book hatchet you that's want the, the book. only uh, that's the only tool <laughs> okay i'll burn the pages <laughs> no we we already decided that we're gonna like try to buy some land and then we're gonna build three separate cottages on it and then we're gonna live (laughs) off the land which is why we this is why we need to this is why we this is why we need to uh go on this like expedition vacation of survivalness because it'll teach us everything we need to know to build our homestead what um well we're gonna have those like a modular home delivered i don't so know about you YouTube. guys yeah youtube does great you can build your things. own nope you can build your own house if you want but to nothing That's not me. helps like real world experience like a three thousand dollar trip to indonesia right. to learn how to live on an abandoned island right how to live in indonesia when we don't live in indonesia <laughs> they're like oh yeah these these are like what you- <laughs> i think it's cool I these think are the cool. plants. These are the yeah. plants that you can eat. And eat, can't eat. Yeah, yeah, and they don't exist. None of it exists here in America. Not the fish. <laughs> not the plants. None of it is here. No. Nope. They're like, if you're ever stranded in Indonesia, this is. <laughs> <laughs> so then I also tried to find like these courses, like survival courses here in um in the U.S., like where we live, and it seems like they're so far and few between, which is so strange because we're in the south and i feel like people in the south are really into bushcraft but i can't seem to find like a course or a class that that's similar to this one that they do in panama and indonesia for three thousand dollars and i really think that people are missing out uh on on this stuff i feel like i feel like it's useful i feel like it's handy you know what i think we can help out I, i can help out at least because uh growing up you know, we and my friend used to go in the woods behind the house and play Survivor. And that was pretty darn close. Like, we would take yeah. our Ritz crackers and stuff with us and Vienna sausages. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, like, and then we would live out there for about three hours. Yeah. <laughs> and that honestly prepared you for a lot of situations in life, I'm sure. Remember those, like, those uh, forts that my brother used to make me help him with? Yeah. There was one that was, like, it, all it was made out of was twigs. And then we filled in the all like the spaces with fern. Oh, okay, yeah, so it was really cool. But two days later, it was it was just sticks. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what's cool about it. You get to do it again every day. Oh, oh, that was not. Why no? It was a lot of work for two days. Also, anyway. would you guys ever go on the show Survivor on the TV show Survivor? Oh, absolutely. I would, I would too. I want to so badly. Are you being serious or facetious? 
no not at all i would absolutely do that i don't know how long i would last i i would bet that i would not win but i, I would feel like you go. could i definitely feel like you could last oh quite I, a while the social butterfly i think you would be able to uh, yeah i know like, use those but skills. the only problem is like you, there comes a point where you have to be like the seat strong lie. no um oh. Yeah, but you like you have to kind of turn against the people, and I'm like, no, like me and this person are going to be friends afterwards. Like I can't. I would turn against them so. Quickly. I know, right? And I'd be I like, I'd that. be like Jimmy. I'd be like Jimmy. We are 100 percent voting off Clarissa. Okay, <laughs> you and me together till the end, butter buddy. And then I'm like Clarissa. We have to get rid of him. Yeah, and then, and then I would be like, but he's so nice like he'd give me a part of his fish or i'd be like, like that's why we have to get rid of him his social game is almost as good as mine so we got to get rid of him because <laughs> well, nobody like else the, likes each other the show traders that we watched oh yeah really good now on that. on traders i would want to be a faithful Mm-mm. yeah oh yeah i'd want to be a faithful. i would want to be a trader for sure like that's because like on all the video games i played reverse roles yeah <laughs> this one. whenever i wanted to like play video games and stuff with like um like it's called ttt which is like um trouble in terrorist town or something like that you would want like you there's like people who are innocent and then there's like the terrorist or whatever so the terrorist like would go around killing people and you don't know who it is and then like i don't know anyway being the, the traitor almost always wins, or the terrorist all like almost always wins because like if they're really good, because you just they're go around. Ahead. Yeah, because you already know, and then all these people they're like they have a little bit of fear in them. You know what I mean? Like the fear is running running crazy. So I yeah, would be the scared to be a stuff. Right? I can't do the paranoia. I would be like, oh my gosh, what if someone kills me in my sleep? I wouldn't sleep good. Then I would start going crazier. Then I would start even like having more delusions. Can't do any of that. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. And for the listeners, Traders is a reality TV show. They're not actually getting murdered. They just get like removed from the house. No, they but... like they go into the rooms and they like point blank. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a note that says, All right, you have been murdered. Now you can leave. Go back up your bags. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's uh, like no, it's like one of those guns that like you you pull the trigger and it goes bang and it, like the little flag pulls out. <laughs> you've been murdered, <laughs> yeah. Right, but it's just the you've been murdered. I um, feel but- like I feel like I'm so good at reading um body language and, and people's intentions and stuff though. I feel like I would expose I feel like I would expose so many people so quickly and then they couldn't murder me on that show because if they did and I had been outing all these people, then they would know that the people that I was talking about were actually the traitors. What if you go in and as a strategy, you start acting crazy like that? I'm like, I'm just telling you all these people are the the traitors right um, and, and right and then and then because you know you're like oh no i've seen i've seen other things what what if because then you start getting people to believe you i don't know what i'm saying i feel like yeah, i'm just you, saying a lot you of words you would be the one that would be the traitor to the traitor you would like out them out so that they trust you oh but- no i i would be like oh my gosh bestie <laughs> we're, gonna, <laughs> we're gonna make this like we got we're, and then i'll be like don't no i would be paranoid about them betraying doing me, that to you yeah i'd be like you promise like you there you was 
so we watched like all the seasons and there was a season where um where the girl came in and was like these like she she claimed to be a, like yeah that one yeah. was really cool and she like she outed out and she got it half correct and then she left uh the show but um it was and that was kind of fucked up for her to do I, that I, I, yeah i don't know if she couldn't handle it or what was happening no i felt like, like it was a I'm marketing pl- i felt like it was a marketing ploy for her i thought it wasn't psychic real. business well, well she got 50 percent of them right so i don't know and uh, uh, or like 75 percent of it right. how do there you was- guys feel about psychics i so uh, melina do you want to go first this gets into um, savannah being the super superstitious one Okay. Yeah, I probably don't really have much. I've never gone and seen a psychic. I think that I think that it's probably kind of true where they're like they kind of feed on anything that is very like like you can find a relation to it, right? Like based off what they're saying. And but I don't know. I really don't know. I don't like. I don't like them. I don't like them at all. I don't like them at all. It goes into... Well, it goes into my, like, religious and spiritual background, right? So, I believe that... That people, after they pass away, I believe that they go to a higher place and their bodies are left behind. And it's... Uh, it's in the Earth's general realm and vicinity, and but it, it's completely different. It's, com- it's a different dimension, you know what I'm saying? I think that any spirits that are left here on Earth after passing away are not good ones. And I think that there, if there are people who are trying to channel dead spirits that are on Earth and welcoming them in to get these messages can't be great stuff can't be good they can be like oh i'm getting a feeling from your grandpa no that's dead hitler you know (laughs) um some demonic shit i don't like inviting anything demonic or devilish in to my my home though i don't i was seeing psychics as more of like people who are predicting the future and like seeing oh the future and stuff like that oh so i was thinking mediums i don't believe any of it at all (laughs) I, I think if they're all full of crap, I think none of it's real. I think they take a very general thing, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, like I feel like right now, so now we just lost. Love <laughs> you, half. love you very much. They loved you very much, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then and then they're like, "Oh my God, yeah, you you know so much." And, and I don't know. So like, much. It's just, yeah, I don't know. And then some people, like, you, um, some of the psychics or whatever, you have to, like, put in a form to, like, set an appointment. So I think that they literally just fucking Facebook your ass. And, like, they, they like, make some connections that's very vague. And you're like, oh, my God. That is true. Like, I, they did love the color green. I don't know. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of what I was saying towards uh very like things that you can uh put up take it for interpretation whatever leave up for interpretation and um kind of lean towards things but then uh i was also kind of telling savannah this too about like taro 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 thank you that's why you guys are here tarot cards is like i've always kind of been against those as well i always thought those were kind of like eh, like what is that but when we did one like the reading 
I realize that it's not about like the psychic ability or this like involved but it's kind of how you interpret it and then like mm-hmm. what you take from it it makes you think more it makes you kind of like realize what you want and what you are kind of working through mm-hmm. um rather than it being like this is what you have to do this is what happened this is this is right. if you do this this is gonna happen that's so like i i don't know i thought that was really cool i had a lot of fun with that but i, I agree yeah, and i, I like got Serena's... confused earlier because i thought we were talking about mediums because uh, i don't like that i don't like mediums but i do like psychics <laughs> i like whenever you read my um my tarot because you basically all the cards was like oh this is like the best card you can get oh my gosh and what what did it what happened and i'm not going to talk about what happened but look at it uh uh i love tarot and i do love psychics the thing is is bailey you're 100 right finding a real psychic is very hard but i do believe that there are real psychics um very real psychics um uh, they are super in tune. They pay attention to dreams. They they just have that gift. I believe in psychics. I don't like mediums because I think they play with dead people too much. Freaks me out. And uh, tarot cards are awesome. I feel like that if there are like genuine real psychics out there, that the majority, I would say 80, 90% of the, the false ones or like the, you know, the ones that are posing as psychics, they ruin it for legit ones. Also, I they have a feeling... Uh, most like, psychics who are real psychics, they aren't sitting around doing pay-for psychic readings. Right. They either keep their gift to themselves, whatever, but there are actually psychics that work for the government and police force. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen that. Um, um, and they're, like, actually doing stuff with their gifts. You're not going to find them on Facebook charging 60 bucks for a reading. You know what I'm saying? Th- seen, those are idiots. Have you seen the astral projection um, things where they, like, the military used these people who, who like, mm-hmm. claim to be able to do astral projection mm-hmm. to spy on other countries? Mm-hmm. So listen listen to this. I Now, I if I get a few, you know, little things wrong here there like you know yeah but for the most part basically this guy they hire this guy that claims to be able to do astral projections or Mm -hmm. whatever and and the cia just like unreleased all these files or like not unreleased what's it called declassified so that they're open to the public so Mm -hmm. anyone can read these so this is a real thing so they anyway Mm -hmm. they took they took in this guy and um he was like they basically sent him like they give him coordinates so mm-hmm. they like do let him do his thing so they give him coordinates so this guy goes to this place i believe it's in russia and uh to like spy like sp- spy on this like camp or this like something you know uh military base or, or something that they have over there so anyway this guy comes back and they he like describes this building that's like circular or like it's like kind of dome shaped and then that he also uh tells them that there's like these two cylinder like I-, I think it's like a hydro um i don't know it's something to do with water and it's like an engine or of some sort i'm not really sure uh some kind of generator that has to do with water. So anyway, he sees this and he comes back from his astral projection, tells the guys. So when they look at like the satellite pictures and everything, this place 
um, like the building is pretty, like the dome is almost exactly like this guy said. However, the two dome, like the two like cylinder, like water things aren't there. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're, mm-hmm. so they're like, oh, okay. Well, this guy, this, th- he's like, okay, well, this guy, you know, it, it, I guess he got like 50% of it right. Like, how much yep. can we, re- how much can we really trust this? Right. Yeah. So then what's crazy is about 10 to like 12 years later, those hydro things, the cylinder things are built. There's, so, yep, and there's, <laughs> Right, and and then the the drawings that the guy did, right, are almost exactly like the ones that had been built. So somehow this guy's seen about ten years into the future. Yep, doing this. Yep. How crazy is that? I know exactly. Yeah, exactly what you're talking about. I was about. gonna say, so- well, maybe they like got the idea from that or sold it to the Russians. But- <laughs> so I I I think about that stuff a lot, and what it. I I think not necessarily that situation, but I know that situation that you're talking about, which is incredible, but I have a very strong feeling, and I think about this so often, that humans are much, much, much more capable than we let ourselves be, and I think that that is partially because of our government um, I think that we're really suppressed in our abilities, but psychic abilities, astral projection, um, and hear me out. Hopefully I haven't lost you yet. Levitation. Um, <laughs> I Hopefully haven't lost us. <laughs> uh, I truly believe that every single human is very capable of all of these things, but I think that we are very suppressed uh, mentally because I think a lot of it is mental And if you guys have ever heard, you know, we're only using 10 to 20% of our brains. Um, I think that if there was a way for us to use the entirety of our brains, we would be doing all of this stuff all of the time. Drugs. Drugs. Absolutely. Um, So everybody should just go out and get yourself your local heroin. I'm just kidding. I've seen a movie about. Yeah, that's I, I think that's a really cool movie. I think I'm actually at the peak of my performance and I think I can do no more. Oh, <laughs> I think if I really, I think I think the problem is I just really don't want to levitate. But I feel like if okay. I really wanted to levitate, if I wanted I mean? to, I definitely would right. be doing that. I think that's the problem is I just haven't really like, don't care really wanted to yet. Like I, I, I think it would be cool, but like I haven't been in a situation where I'm like, damn it, God, it'd be so like beneficial to me if I could levitate right now. I uh. I definitely think I I have the capabilities to levitate. I just have not unlocked it. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. Even as an adult, I have tried. What if? <laughs> and what I will if, continue like, to try. Okay. You know those dreams? I, I, you know what? I think I can too. Because like yeah. in dreams though, I the first thing I do. like So what happens in my dreams as soon as I go to sleep. Like if I'm ever flying in them. I have to do something to get me to fly. You so levitate you, on command? Can you well, do that you, in your dreams? Usually, usually I have to do like a physical thing. So usually I have to like step up on this imaginary step of air. I'm like having to like take a step up. And I'm like, oh, like that's just air I stepped on. I'm flying now. Woo. And then I just like soar through the, the <laughs> air. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, but then after I realize, I'm like, oh, this is cool as shit. I'm dreaming. And then I'm like, oh, no, I'm dreaming. And then I like crash down or I would wake up. <laughs> Like, I stop either flying in the dream or I wake up. It's so sad. 
Uh, I can levitate in my dreams just on command. I don't have to step or anything. I just start to do it. Um, just go zooming. I'm, so I'm, I'm just so trying jealous. To, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure like, out how to do it in real life. Still, I still think that we. I, I have a strong feeling we can do this in real life, guys. We just got to work on our. We just got to work on our spirituality and our connection <laughs> with the earth and our minds. Yeah, you're way closer because I can't lucid dream and like I am very like. Listen, I wish that I could since we're all friends and really close friends, as soon as you figure out how. Let us know. Right. Um, yeah. And then what we're going to work on is getting into each other's dreams at night. We're going to start calling each other and being like, hey, are you about to go to sleep? I'll meet you there. <laughs> I'll meet. That would be so cool. Where do you guys, do guys want to land? Yeah. Aww. Hold on. Where are we dropping, boys? Where are we dropping, boys? <laughs> no, that, I think... <laughs> I think that would be so cool to like be able to dream together. Dude, I just, we've like, got it. At that no, point, no, Melina would be so okay. tired of me. I, listen, this may be okay. You're right. Okay, first of all, look at my bottle of wine, um, and then that's going to preempt my next <laughs> statement. What oh, if God. we try to see each other tonight? In our do you want? Do you want to? <laughs> what? Okay, <laughs> I'm down, Bailey. I'm down. I don't know if we'll see Melina there. I think she might get like a little bit trapped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Okay. So okay. Savannah, tonight is the night we are gonna like dream together. Okay, but we have to try to at least find Melina. If we find each right. other like super quick, like we've got to go find. We her. gotta find Melina. Yeah, we got to, and then we gotta pull her into our route, and then we can never wake up and just dream forever. And we. And then we astral project to our own funerals that are happening in real time, but we're not actually dead. We're just being buried alive because we won't wake up. Yeah, Melina's. <laughs> Joke so fast. I said that that joke, and she went from smiling to just like, what? Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> um, uh, Bailey, but I definitely, I think we should prep. We we have to prep after how, the podcast. How do we prep? Yeah. Okay, so, do that afterwards, guys. You guys go prep and prep. I don't want to prep. I don't want to. Listen, I feel like la, la, I'm la. prepped. Um, I feel like I'm primed and ready. Right. Yeah, that whole bottle of wine. Yeah, I think it's the ready. one. She'll meet you there. How do you guys want to be buried? I don't. I want to, uh, preferably underground. Uh, roll tide. Like, okay, I should ask. How do you want to be buried? How do you? What do you want to happen and to your body fantastic. after you die? Um, I honestly don't care. Um, I I don't think I would want to be cremated. I'll say that. Yeah. But same. Other. Yeah. But you know what? I, I really don't care for the rest as long as I'm buried in the casket. My grandfather was a Freemason. Uh, do you guys know what those are? Yes, those are so cool. Yeah. So my grandfather I was. A... I don't. Okay. So Freemason, it's like a secret society organization thing, um, and he was one of them. So his burial service was a Freemason burial. Uh, They're very ritualistic. Um, There were two white horses that showed up. Uh, My grandfather was not to be embalmed at all. Uh, So so they have to like 
like they had bury them like within 24 hours within 24 hours okay. all of the freemasons uh in the ohio west virginia virginia area showed up um they were doing handshakes they were speaking in different codes his burial service they were speaking in code during him being like placed in the ground his box was hand carved wood no internal no um glaze on the wood just a completely natural wood and they had to bury him in 24 hours so that his body would completely like disintegrate into the earth and the box itself would also like disintegrate so after like seeing that it was very interesting i had no clue what anyone was talking about it was kind of creepy to be honest with you i wouldn't want that whole shebang and i couldn't because i'm not a freemason but i do really like the idea of not being embalmed and being buried in a plain wooden uh thing mostly because i don't think i can afford the tree the, so, oh. oh oh go ahead the, the uh, tree pod so, you know the tree pod thing like the thirty thousand uh, no. dollar tree pod no but there's a new uh thing that's like composting um, it's called like uh, I think it's like ter- terramation or something. It's where Terrorist. like they use it to turn your body into like soil or like this this sub some sort of some sort of component that you um, when you bury that then you're like Nutrients. natural with the yeah you're like nut- yeah it, it, it turns it into soil so then you're giving back to the earth like how cool is that and that. So I saw this episode on Shark Tank and they were talking about it and um, they were only charging like it was less than $5,000 to do this. And you still get like, I think you might still get a headstone. I really don't know exactly how it works, but I just thought that was, that is what I want. I don't want to be buried alive. Alive. I don't want to burst your bubble or anything, but I do want to let you know that if you are buried, um, like naturally at least, you're already going to become soil. Yeah. But, like, your bones take forever to... Your bones don't. You're a fossil for the future generations of aliens and humans to dig you up well, and be like, look at this that. fossilized... I want all of my body to turn into soil. Oh, dude, I, I, really would, I would love ways. for my bones to be found and I'd be in a smithsonian like millions of years away and be like and she consumed like cool. some sort of views vape pod so often that her bones are disintegrated here do you see this <laughs> but like the bog bodies do you guys know the bog bodies no the where they find they find people in the bog like it's a like it's like a swampy area somewhere oh, yeah. and they pull them out and they literally look like are these your decapitated people skin their skin is still no, they're not decapitated. Oh. Their skin is still attached. It just looks like leather. Mm-hmm. Like oh. you can see, like the hairs of their. They're their, like mummified. And this is yeah. yeah, and it's from thousands of years ago. So my ex had an interesting thing. He said that he wanted uh, to be sent into space. That you, because you can actually have this thing where when you die, you can have your body just like, like torpedoed. And- okay, Elon. Yeah, so, right. So now we we're done polluting the earth. We're gonna pollute the universe. Yeah, it's Got like it. actually just he's like, yeah, just send me into space. I'm like, you are a fucking idiot. Not only is that so expensive, but for why? 
why? Like that, like he's like, I think that sounds cool. I'm like, why don't you go to space while you're like a wife? You know what I mean? I'm sure there'll be like tickets in this lifetime. Like you can just like buy tickets for a few grand and just like you know do that thing. Why do you want to be buried? Like that's crazy to me. Well, they're gonna be, be selling tickets like, to the moon. Well, it's it, not maybe if he was able to give me one good response of like why he would want that, other than it sounds cool it's not that it's not that crazy because my dad him being in the military for so long he always used to tell us um and my parents talk about their death a lot to me i don't know if it's because i'm the oldest and i'm gonna have to be in charge of it one day but yeah my dad always said that he wanted to be cremated and he wanted his ashes put into one of the ballistic torpedoes and shot out of the first submarine that he ever served on the USS Ohio. And the military does do some strange stuff like that sometimes. Um, I don't know if that request in particular is allowed, but my dad always said he wanted to be cremated and shot out of a torpedo. Um, Since he's left the military, he has told me that he still wants to be cremated, but he would like us to put his remains into a pickle jar. Oh. Interesting. Like, what type of pickles? Did he love no. pickles? What type of pickles? Like, kosher? Like the I, was, I was thinking Mount Olive, but, you know... Okay. Yeah, Mount Olive's is good, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but he... Mm-hmm. And I think it's a joke, uh, but he says it so often all the time. I want to be cremated, and you can put me in a pickle jar. Oh, I, I don't know what I. You know what? I haven't. I never really planned on living that long, um, but I never really thought too much about afterwards. I'm just like, you know what? Whatever is gonna happen is gonna happen. You know, whatever's gonna happen in this life is gonna happen, and then whatever's gonna happen after life is also just gonna happen. And I don't really have that much control about any of it, do I? And then I was like, no, <laughs> Bailey, you don't. I was like, good, great. And then I just, you know. Great talk. Yeah. Great talk. That's, yeah. I have, do you guys have, like, that inner monologue, like, where you have conversations with yourself? All the time. Yes, yes, I Mine are external. I was literally at <laughs> Sam's Club today, Sometimes or at too. the store, the parking lot. What if people could actually hear what I was thinking? And I was like, okay, man, no, can't park there because you decided to open your car door and, and put your groceries. But it's the only parking spot. Oh, they can. close to the building. But um, that's okay. Cool. I'll just go around this uh, out to the other aisle. And then another car pulled in front of me. And I was like, oh, oh okay, no problem. You can go. Uh, and then he took this, the closest spot. And I was like, no problem. I'll just find another spot. I, uh, they I can. S- people can. People can hear what you're thinking. Um. I hear people's thoughts, and I know when people can hear mine. <laughs> Dead serious. <laughs> Dead serious. I wish that Savannah could read my brain a little bit better than no. Because then when I apologize, it's in person. <laughs> it's 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 in person, and it's one of the reasons that I have such bad social anxiety because it has happened to me before. I won't disclose, unfortunately, because of the situation itself, but uh, it was it was pretty it was pretty rough, and it happens in person. But yes, people can hear your thoughts if they're in tune, and people can hear your thoughts, and you can hear people's thoughts. All I know is every time. Like, I love talking to people, but every time I'm like, you know what? I don't really feel like talking to anyone today. Every, without fail, 
Yep. Every single time someone talks to me, they do. Like they come up, <laughs> and, and actually, I think I was either on the phone with you or Molina. Yep. Whenever it happened the last time, I was like, I was like, I'm dressed like a hobo. Like I just want, I'm just talking, and, and that I'm lady just, like, walked right to- up to you. Right up to me and started talking to me about Brussels sprouts. She's like, "Well, actually, if you're looking for Brussels sprouts instead of over here, you can go over there." And I and like I was like, "What?" And she was like, "Oh yeah, I heard you talking about Brussels sprouts." And I was like, "Oh, oh my God, you were like 10, 20 feet away from me, <laughs> and you just like spawned next to me all of a sudden." <laughs> And started talking to me about these Brussels sprouts. And it happens every single time I go to that Walmart. It was with cat food, like, one time, <laughs> the first time. Then it was about, like, eardrop medicine the second time. And then this recent, the most recent time was about Brussels sprouts. I, every single time I look crazy and I don't want to, like, make contact with people, that's when people, people go out of their way to approach me. It's honestly a miracle. But, but Bailey, you I have also, a friendly face. Do I though? Like, well, yes. Be- and the reason is because I will go out in public because I'm so antisocial. I go out in public to intentionally, like, be like, oh, I hope I talk to someone at the grocery store today. And nobody <laughs> approaches me because I look like an evil villain in a movie. I'm like, God, please don't let anyone talk to me today. And then they do. They they come up to me. Oh my God. Okay. No, I was at the gym, and you know how I I show you guys my the pictures of like my goggles and everything. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, like of like the mark that they leave on you know my face and everything. So I just got done swimming. I look like complete shit, and I swear the, this this guy comes up to me and he starts asking me questions about like the pool or like the gym or something, and I was like, really, like this. This, this is when this, this is the time like no one wants to talk to me whenever i have a nice outfit on or i have makeup on yeah you're or too I pretty you're familiar. too pretty that it's intimidating yeah, oh you, oh that's the problem <laughs> but oh, i'm not intimidating <laughs> but they think so because you're so pretty where when you're you're don't look uh, you look pretty you enough to be on. approachable, but not too yeah. pretty that you're scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I look like a trash monster that's an evil villain that's going to curse their <laughs> six generations of their family when I'm looking nice at the publics. They're like, just whatever you do, Billy, don't go near that woman. <laughs> I'm like the person that during the Salem witch trials, like I'll literally be just like helping cure the herd of diseases. And they're like, witch. Which, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a guy today at all. Is that because uh, you're foreign? It's it's definitely the dark hair, the dark eyebrows, <laughs> and the face that just says, "I'm not gonna take your shit if you make me." Uh, yeah, they just hate me around here. I'm not Witch. white enough. Which, which, which. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was at and Olden then today, and, what I love. I'm so sorry. I'm so ah, sorry. But, uh, well, no, okay. Hold that thought. What I love I about the witch. <laughs> <laughs> what I absolutely love about the witch trials is they're like, is they're like, okay, if, if she's not a witch, then she'll burn to death. Right. <laughs> right. Right. 
So she's gonna die either way. That's so funny to me, which was crazy back then. Right. But like to think back the logic, I'm like, oh my god, we're such idiots. No, and it fully could have been it foot yeah, yeah, the white people. Uh, but <laughs> but it it fully and it wasn't even that because women were turning against women at that point. They'd be like, Oh, she looked at my man funny. Um, mayor, I she's think that I think she's a witch. I oh saw her doing God. witchcraft. I wish I could do that now. I wish I had that ability. Sarah like looked a... at my man. Um, hello, witch. Witch! Bang witch! Her. To the ground. <laughs> to the ground. I, I think she's a witch. It's like, oh no, she wasn't so sad. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, you just slowly back away out of the crowd. <laughs> I disappear and then I move states. Yeah. <laughs> and then back oh. then there was like, what, six states? <laughs> oh yeah, Maybe I'm seven. pretty sure. <laughs> and right. like two so continents. There was two continents, Britain and America. Fuck Britain. Britain is the worst country <laughs> british whatever we're listening the uk is fucking sucks is all i uh, all i know weren't you gonna go live in the uk yep. as like a nanny it didn't and- used to suck uh it didn't used to suck when i thought i was gonna move there but recently it sucks recently Since it's been some sucking. of the people there just suck and i just imagine that all people are like that person so it sucks they ruined it they ruined it for for everyone. Oh, but I love when their little kids have such thick accents. I was watching a TikTok video today of little kids with thick, oh, thick British accents. And they were like three, four, five years old. And they sounded like 42-year-old governors. It was just the funniest thing. <laughs> Hello, governor. governor. Go- <laughs> Shut up. And then my teacher, my teacher. You shut up. My it teacher. Lovely. It was lovely. <laughs> They're so stinking cute, it's those fo- little shits. There's fucking shit in it. Uh, do you guys want kids? Yes. I want like a basketball team of kids. You do? Aww. Um Bailey told me a really funny phrase today uh that I thought was hysterical. Did it I? was like, I don't I don't chill. Chill is how you end up with children. No, no, she said it wrong. She, it's oh, like, hey, oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, her bad. So, anyway, oh, God. how it's supposed to be said. Ladies, calm down. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. All right. So, <laughs> so, how it says, okay, so it's like, hey, do you want to come over and chill? It's no, no, no. Sorry. Move back up. Okay. So, hey, great. All right. I, I, how do you do you want to come this. over? And then they're like, and do what? And they're like, chill. It's like, I don't want to chill. Chill is how you end up with chill Dren. I think that's exactly what she said. Thank no, you. But, but Thank <laughs> you. She just had to fucking break it down because apparently our <laughs> listeners are idiots. No, they're Raggy Dre. Okay, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> oh God. Oh uh, yes. Oh, God. Okay, I would like. I want children. I. Well, you know what? Yes. I say that, and then when I actually sit down and think about how I'm responsible for another human life, and that I'm going to like be the ones, the one to like make how they turn out take care of them yeah i'm excited for that part i'm so excited to see how they turn out 
Yeah. The idea of it sounds really great, but I don't know if my patience is all there, right? Like, like Savannah talks about like how she like paints these pottery things with their nephews and like grows plants and does all this stuff. And I'm like, that'd be fun. And then I'm like, I would get bored. Like well, see, I that's the, get that's bored, the cool thing good. about kids is anyone can have them, whether you would be a great parent or an okay parent or a bad parent. You can have If you're not ready to be a parent. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're still able to have kids. So what's cool is finding out based on, like, your patience level or, like, your your anger level or whatever, right, to see how they turn out. It's Kids are really like an experiment. So... (laughs) Oh. Like if you think about it, I mean that is what we all were. Like nobody knew what the fuck our parents didn't know what the fuck they were. No, my parents absolutely did not know what the fuck (laughs) was happening. I think the only reason I have a differing opinion is because mine was uh, I was actually pre-ordered and uh, fully planned out. (laughs) There, it it was absolutely not an accident. There was a lot of steps. And I'm not it, saying mine was planned out, but they were like, well, we're going to not try to prevent it, so yeah. let's just see what happens. And then it's like, oh, look, since we didn't prevent it, here she is. And I was like, ah, here we are, I'm Bailey. And then, and then I get raised. <laughs> Came right out of the womb saying, I'm Bailey. Yeah, hi. I, I, I give my mom a firm handshake when I was born. <laughs> and i am bailey nice to meet you mom and then and then uh my dad was like asleep in the corner or something i'm not sure anyway like all it was was an experiment and i was asking my mom about it not super long ago and she was like yeah we just we we weren't trying to have you but we weren't not trying to have you you know what i mean and i was like I wish I never knew that. That means you were just like fucking unprotected. <laughs> like that's that's not what I want to hear from my mother. But I was like, all right, you whatever. asked. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I wish she was like, yeah, we wanted, yeah, yeah, we like we we were trying. We trying, yeah, yeah. But no, she's like, oh, you know, you you were whatever happened, and I was whatever happened, and they were not prepared. That that should I should have never happened. That was the worst thing that could have happened <laughs> in that relationship. But, <laughs> Sounds like you're the best thing. That honestly, that actually, you're you're right. I was the best thing in that relationship. Thank God. And you know what? I can't wait to have a mini me. You know, like I want a mini Bailey to just like. I can't wait for you to have a mini Bailey either. I think that would be so, so fun, right? I think it'd be so fun. And or, if they're if they're not like me, I guess we're just gonna have to euthanize them. I don't <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like and try again. <laughs> I um I definitely think that I would be a very prepared parent, and I you think would be I, a great parent. I think I would be a good parent. You want to know what's crazy is I'm not entirely sure about having kids. Not because I don't think I would be good at it. Not because I don't think that my kids would not turn out to be straight A genius students that are also great philanthropists and talented in the arts. It is because I'm very worried about the state of the world at all times. Not only for myself, but just just for the current uh, human population. Uh, I I worry about things that are completely out of our control, like the government, like inflation, like crime. Um, and that is what 
prevents me from being super gun ho about babies. Uh, if there were babies at any point that needed a good mom and I had a good partner, I would probably adopt because they already exist, but I'm not sure about continuing to contribute to the human population. But I think that's still having kids. Yeah. You have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. You just chose, you just chose to give a kid a better life or a good life. Um, apparently, science now you can like impregnate yourself with like dna from your spine or some shit uh, who knows how true no, that is but that's what i've heard no get it get it you said apparently apparent <laughs> that bottle of wine is gone right it's so gone look at it no oh, it's so shit she, she's she's drunk <laughs> This is the yeah. first time I've drank. Okay, I marked down the time. This is the first time I've drank in my whole life, guys. Give me a I'm break. I'm marking down the time. This, um, this is the first time I've drank in like I don't know. Well, probably a week, but this is the first time that I've drank on a podcast in like in a long time. Like, yeah, like three episodes. You should reserve all of your drinking for the podcast. Like, no more drinking on the weekends and going out. What are you talking about? Just to record. I guess then, uh, yeah, my tolerance will be will be lower. Yeah, I know that's a problem. I just that's not a problem. It, uh, that's a good. That's a way less money out of your pocket. Are you guys having a good time with me being drunk? I feel like no, I'm being because that means that no, I no, love I'm it. Not annoying at all. You're actually just more yourself than usual. To be honest, I know, with you. right? I feel like um, I'm more myself. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it's because you're not as tired too. I don't think it's just the wine. But, I think it's but... because I met you when you were drunk, so I feel like this <laughs> yeah, is your true I self. Think our entire has <laughs> I know been... you guys. You guys, I only really know like you guys met drunk me when Bailey. I was drunk, and then like you've learned to deal with the sober Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> really, truly. <laughs> uh, That's what yeah, it is. Uh... Bailey calls us sober, and we're like, oh, we got to put up with this again. Right, but then I call you drunk, and we're like, and you guys are like, oh, party! We it's fucking to, we party time! Oh, Bailey's she's back. back. Yeah. Oh, Bailey, do you have a drunk girl name? So, what's really funny is, no. We we talked about this in my friend group kind of recently. Uh, maybe a few months ago. This one girl was acting crazy, and I was like, you know what? You need a drunk alter ego. So I started calling her Chloe, and her name is not Chloe. But yes. Chloe was like my, um, you know, whenever you like you're growing up and you like are playing games with your friends and you like come up with a new name. It's like, oh well, my name's gonna be this, right? Okay, my name was always Chloe. So anyway, I gave her my like, oh yeah. So I was like, you, your drunk alter ego is Chloe. And then so now every time she gets drunk, she's like, that's not me. That was Chloe. So, I love that. Yeah, I know, right? So anyway, so that's cool. But um, mine was, uh, I was like, I feel like I'm legitimately just more myself. Bailey's, <laughs> Bailey's drunk name is Damn It, Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> so, damn it, Bailey. So Bailey is your name. And then when you're sober, it's Bay. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like Bailey or like extra Bailey or like Bailey squared, B squared, something. I love that. Yeah. Um, when I when I get, I, it doesn't happen very often, but when I get very drunk, 
I start speaking in a Russian accent. Oh, God. What? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I'll just start. I can't even do it now. Like, I don't know how to have a Russian accent. But when I get really drunk, sometimes I will become Russian. Have you seen? Have you seen the thing? And drunk alter ego is Mila. Mila is my Mila. Have you seen the fucking thing where it's like where he he gives you like he he like buys you shots because he thinks you're gonna get freaky later, but instead (laughs) you just start talking in a British accent. So good. Yeah, that's me, but right. <laughs> that's like me to a T. Like I, the more I drink, just the weirder I get. I don't get like. <laughs> I think if I I don't have one, but I think if I named myself for my dry, it would be Crybaby. Crybaby. <laughs> is that reference to something, or do you cry a lot? I do I mean, cry a lot. I always end the night in crying, and it's not like oh. It is full on like screaming. <laughs> no, fully like screaming at uh, the top wailing. of my lung. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to call the ambulance? Fully. <laughs> I oh, need we really a ambulance when I'm drunk. I was just crying, like crying. And then it's infectious. I, I make other people cry when I'm drunk. <laughs> it's like gross in the bathroom. <laughs> I also yeah, become okay. I become a psychic when I'm drunk too because what the reason I made Melina cry is because I predicted the future. No, it was just leading up to that. It's just you were already in that mindset, and so what? Anyway, anyway, <laughs> going different direction. So when I was younger, um, uh, I we, I remember getting really drunk at this party house, and my best friend, like my absolute best friend went with some guy to go get more beer but he was drunk okay i remember this and i was sitting on the couch in the living room crying my eyes out wait wait you like this guy yep nope nope she was worried that her friend was gonna die i was worried so i was crying so hard and somebody goes are you okay i said yep i said yeah what if if actually doesn't come back i was overloaded sad of my friend dying while she went and got beer with some guy that had already been drinking and she comes back and she's like what is wrong with you i'm fine and i'm like i'm so glad you're fine oh that's yep. so cute and sweet i go to get beer with like i it's either i'm drunk or the person i'm with is drunk like that's like you know and that's terrible actually i'm gonna cut that from the record <laughs> i like to scratch that that's a lie <laughs> that's a I'm lie just i shit. just lied through my teeth i would never get behind the wheel while i've been under the influence and, or like let somebody else or never i would never do ever, that ever ever, no, ever would i do that <laughs> <laughs> No, I, uh, Melina, I can relate to that a lot, but I, I have told you guys recently, uh, sort of briefly about my last drinking experience before I was like, I'm putting this down. It was that exact like reason that I was wailing, crying. My, one of my good friends, uh, decided that they were going to stop doing a hobby that they do very often and the way that they told me that is like their their Elias w- like was gonna die, like that they were killing them off. And then I don't know why, but my whole 
self was like, they're going to kill themselves. They're going to kill themselves that like, and I was so drunk and I just started crying and I was like, I love you. You can't you made do up this. a scenario. You, in your have head. Husband. you can't do this to us. Oh <laughs> but what they God. meant is that Wait. they weren't going to do their art anymore. <laughs> can can we just like pause for a second and just say that and maybe I'm just crazy and grew up in a different it's alias 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 yes it's alias but <laughs> okay I wasn't okay, gonna I'm say anything crazy. I was just gonna roll with alias it I'm I'm a one bottle of wine down like, alias I am not so I um was going to point it out because <laughs> she makes fun of me all, all the, the time, time. yeah, all the time for mispronouncing words. No, and you know so, what? I don't blame Elias. either one of you for either either thing. I alias, think... yeah, they use they Elias. said that they were basically going to kill their alias. Sorry, whoopsie poopsies. Elias, I, I I heard her say that, and I was like, well, that's wrong. But one hundred percent. This is Melina's like. This is Melina's like. Uh, uh, she's been waiting on this moment her whole life. I, she's like praying on your downfall. No, not, not I was I was watching a movie, and in the movie, it said they were talking about something and like eggs they were talking about eggs and eggs. Um, oh god e- not the eggs and uh oh my god what was the word Ex- oh they said existential oh <laughs> and and i like even in the subtitle it was egg and then hyphen and the rest of the word and i tried three times to screenshot it for you guys uh but i couldn't catch it and i was watching the exponential crisis oh my god and, and so I, I just laughed so hard i was like ex- whatever she can't even see it right now she, <laughs> struggling through it exponential exponential crisis and i was like melina i thought you were bad at math <laughs> exponential crisis that's oh god exist Exist, exist, I'm worried about Savannah. She's ex- having an ex. Uh, she's having an experimental crisis. <laughs> she's having an experimental crisis right she's now, a- Bailey. What do we do? And I was like, okay. First off, before we worry about, yeah, said. before we worry about her experimental crisis, <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> uh, uh, but Melina, don't you worry. I have an exponent crisis all the time. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad you resolved your ex- exponential crisis. Let me My pull ex- up the itinerary. I, anytime I have an expedition <laughs> crisis. Expedition. <laughs> Existential. There, uh, there you we go. go. There we yes. go. I'm the best. But you now, know, but time. now, every time she has to think of that word, she's gonna say it with the beginning being e g g. She's gonna say existential. I am going to now because of that movie. Because it, it'll Bailey help you remember did, the word. Bailey did teach me exist existential. Existential. Exist. Existential. Right. I was like, it's Honestly, like she, wants to, she wants to exit the earth. She's having an existential crisis. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm done. Exit. I'm done with this. Existential. I'm done with this word. That means suicide. <laughs> Is that permitted? But, okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no, she didn't go. She's not that far gone. Um, yet. Yeah. I wish I was um, on Bailey's level. I wish you were too. I don't. Dude, this, 
So I I went like, I don't know, maybe a week and a half without drinking anything. So like my tolerance is super low. <laughs> Comparatively. <laughs> rel- relatively, if you will. <laughs> so I, I'm on, uh, I, cloud, I don't know. Cloud 32. The we problem with nine, me drinking miles ago. is that once I start drinking, I just don't want to stop. To stop or to go away. And so like. Like, yeah. Even though you've got a really good buzz going on, like it's so good. Like I want to like, keep this. I want to keep it going. That's how you get shit faced. And you can just, you can just feel the warm, the warm fuzziness feeling in you, and you're just sitting there, and you zone out on something, and you're like, <laughs> this, this is a good feeling. This, I don't want this to go away. And then you're like, no, 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 I'm good. If I drink anymore, I'm gonna get really drunk. And then ten minutes later, you're like, I need another drink. So yes. that, that feeling doesn't go away. And then you do right. that 20 minutes or like two or three times. And Ex- then the- except I never think my friends are just alcoholics. Except I've never had that feeling, Melina. I've never had that thought. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I feel great. Wonder what would happen if I drink more. And I do that every time oh, I drink. I'm like, no. I wonder how great I would feel if I drink more. And then I just keep drinking more until I go to sleep. I drink I drank just as much in my early 20s. Oh, I drank more. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you're fine. Oh, you're no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm not an alcoholic. But I... I drank, just... <laughs> I drank how Bailey used to drink. Because I would say right now, like, her lifestyle is mild in comparison right. yes. to a couple years ago. I drank how Bailey drank when she lived in, <laughs> like, the latter times of New Orleans every day from 19 to 23 yeah yeah <laughs> i don't remember like when people were like oh dude how, what was it like when you were 20 when you, you're 20 like, I, I don't remember <laughs> i don't re- i don't know okay <laughs> back off i was fucked up <laughs> i'm 27 and i'm sober now because i'm traumatized by myself <laughs> <laughs> the things i did oh my god that's so funny. Uh, oh, all right. Well, on that note. On that note, isn't that I funny? think I finished. Uh, I think I finished my painting during this whole podcast. Oh, look at that! Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I love you, ladies. I love this this wine that I am drinking. I will advertise it. Is the chocolate cellar? I got it from Aldi. Um, and it is delicious. Um, it's dark chocolate flavors, red wine. Um, so good. And I have only drank about a quarter of this bottle. So I am. <laughs> um, but I had a lot of fun this episode. I think we covered some really great gout. Gra- yeah, we ground. had some groundbreaking oh moments. Maybe, you know, she's maybe drunk. Like a third. Maybe she's a third wasted. of the bottle. I okay. think she drank half the bottle, guys. After all of this, Savannah still wants to go to her deserted island.